Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to No Confidence. I'm your host, David Merlin. Nothing you'll hear me say is intended as legal advice. Anything that sounds like that to you, just consider it something somebody else might do on a planet far, far away with the law matters. It doesn't matter here. I prove it on a daily basis. Believe it. It's January 7th, 2023. The day after the anniversary of the... Uh, let me see. It wasn't an insurrection at the Capitol. It it wasn't a parade. Uh, I've heard it called a dust-up. Um, I've been at worse events than that, except for the fact that someone was shot to death. I've seen that kind of uh, ruckus. Uh, it's, it's the same as uh, soccer fans. <laughs> if, if you put opposing groups of uh, fans in one house uh, that's equal to what the happened at the capitol no big deal and they're just riding it and riding it and they won't mention and they by they i mean democrat they won't even mention the 574 riots that took place at the hands of democrats murdering downtown there's a bunch of cities i can't even go into anymore because they got a bunch of downtown storefronts boarded up you can't open a shop it'll be looted yay democrat it's uh it's really tragic and uh we i and we are out here trying to fight the good fight and uh Got a whole bunch of people that aren't even standing up for their country when they see it getting destroyed. As soon as you hear there's a downtown riot, you got to get together with 100 people with firearms and go clean up downtown. Or if you're willing to just lose your downtown area, Seattle's gone. History. I don't keep track of Tacoma. It doesn't make the news that I listen to, but Tacoma probably has a homeless problem to a degree, maybe not the degree to which Seattle suffers. Drug use, mental retardation, mental illness on the streets, public sewer called a sidewalk. Then there's Portland, Oregon. Tragic. They legalized all the drugs. And you can't go downtown. And then there's San Francisco. On par with Seattle and Portland. Just destroyed. And then Los Angeles. Yeah. East Los Angeles. Uh, It's hostile in favor of Latino. 
So no, I couldn't go to East LA either, even if it lacks the homeless problem that downtown has. There are things you just can't do uh, than San Diego. Why would you go to San Diego? How many illegal aliens come into San, uh, to California? How many? Why would you go to San Diego? So the whole West Coast is trash. You can choose to live outside the city. Let's let's live rurally. Well, supply chain just disruption. The gangs are going to organize, and they're going to say, "Okay, tonight we're hitting all these homes and these two square miles of farmland out here. They'll never see us coming. Nobody's safe." Gavin Newsom is going to give Southern California to the drug cartels. It's pretty much that way anyway. And nobody steps up to protect America. Uh, That includes the military. The military, uh, all of them know what's happening at the border, and nobody has stepped in to save America. The military wants no border, no country. Isn't that sweet? So what are you going to do? Uh, live on a boat? That's an idea. What's your budget? And uh, y- you got family. What are you going to do? Uh, I think you should organize. And prep. I really do. Because all I see is uh, nobody really turning the boat around. Still floating toward the waterfall. So uh, prepare. I've got 25 pounds of uh, raw peanuts shelled. I have 180 pounds of beef jerky. I've got two years worth of Uh, Balance of nature, fruits and veggies in the bottles, unopened. So sustenance uh, in the form of food supply. I've got a few months and I'm a great dieter. If I was forced onto a diet of subsistence, I'd take that opportunity to get my butt out of the house and exercise, do a bunch of walking, do a bunch of push-ups. But you better get things on your premises that you can protect. Because it won't always be there. Kevin McCarthy got Speaker of the House. And uh, it only took him four days of sausage making. (laughs) Uh, I don't know how he votes, but he's got an F from the Conservative Caucus, I think it was. So... uh, the real conservatives don't like him. He's status quo. He's uh, he's Mitch McConnell's afterbirth. Pardon me. But it's not a Democrat that matters. And they tightened up the rules on him before they gave him their votes, these several holdouts. So, uh, like, one person can file a motion to get rid of the Speaker of the House, and they have to have a hearing about it. How about that? That's pretty darn strict. And we'll see what they're able to do. First things first, 
cancel 87,000 IRS agents. I hear him keep saying that. And uh, that's nothing but good news. Nothing but good news. Chris Plant will be back at WMAL on Monday. He's had the second half of uh, this last week off. But you really want to tune in to Chris Plant. He's just a a great guy. Uh, He's very courteous to his callers. Let me get you him. I'm going to my podcast links. And I'm at omni.fm, O-M-N-Y, dot F-M, the Chris Plant Show, in the chat. Here comes the link. Uh, The guy's great. His stand-in host this week and usually is Mike Opelka. And he's pretty good. Uh, He doesn't have quite the sense of humor that Chris does, but um, uh, he's nice to listen to. But as far as Chris Plant goes, he's the only guy I'll play replays of his show. <laughs> I'll listen over and over again to a bunch of different Chris Plant shows because uh, the guy just, he's got it nailed. He knows Democrat. Worked at CNN for 17 years, 10 years of that. He was inside the Pentagon in a CNN office reporting on the military and the intelligence community. So the guy just knows a lot of stuff, and he's funny. Now, uh, in the chat, you have a PDF document that uh, I hope you find interesting, but that's not my affair. Uh, I think you'll find it interesting. Arguments nobody else is making that I know of, and uh, I think it's a safe presumption that nobody else is making them because nobody's geared towards statute. They just don't do it. It's all about citizenship and jurisdiction and spare me. But here, uh, this is relevant to a case in Hawaii. The nature of the controversy is one I've never had before. Because you know, Social Security is taken care of by the self-employed and by businesses. And really, all I've worked for um are people who sold their labor for compensation so this lady and her husband uh were an employer they ran a construction business and uh, they're in honolulu in 1983 uh she personally came over from the philippines and in 1983 became a citizen of the united states through, through naturalization. I don't know the history of her husband, uh, but October 21st of 2022, I think, was the day he died of stress because of the IRS's 15 years of harassment over uncollected FICA. You have employees. You didn't collect FICA from them and give it to us. And so we're going to kill you. We're the IRS. And uh, also for um, Federal Unemployment Tax Act, just a splash of that. That's Chapter 23. And for 15 years, the IRS has just been taking their accounts 
closing their bank accounts, levying everything in the bank. So they can't accomplish the job that they just sold to somebody. If you want us to remodel your living room, you got to pay us half in advance. They'd collect half in advance and the IRS would take it. So the company was out of money to perform the job they just sold for 15 years. While this man, uh, Eddie, was trying to make uh, bread every day for the families that live in the 8,500 square foot house that the IRS is trying to take from her for alleged underpayments of employment taxes. And in the PDF document that I placed in the chat, these are uh, statutes relevant to the arguments that I make relating to Social Security. She's a citizen of the United States. And so that first provision on page one of three, she's obviously not that citizen because it says someone who is this citizen, but not otherwise a citizen of the United States. Well, that's not, that's not, I'm a citizen of the United States. I came here from the Philippines and was naturalized in 1983. So you missed. And that's a definition of citizen for the purposes of chapter 21, FICA. The next statute, page one of three, is tax code section 7655, imposition of tax in the possessions. For provisions imposing tax in the possessions, see chapters 2 and 21. How come you tell me my employees owe FICA when that's a statute or that's a chapter applicable only to the it's not applicable to citizens of the u.s wherever it is applicable to my employees are excluded from that definition of citizen because they're citizens of the united states <clears throat> and that takes care of chapter 21. 21 is uh i'm an employee i earned wages and part of my check goes to fica under 3101, FICA imposed. Then 3111 is employer matching FICA. So the definition at the top of that page takes care of both of those taxes, what the employee has to pay and the what the employer has to then turn over to the IRS and the amount imposed on the employer in matching FICA. George Bush's tax cuts, they were reducing the amount of employee FICA, okay? Then the next statute, 3306J, that's from Chapter 23, the Federal Unemployment Tax Act. And it's the same citizen and not the same citizen. It is not otherwise a citizen of the U.S. Well, I'm a citizen of the U.S., naturalized in 1983 from the Philippines, so that's not me either. And so I'm hitting them right on the head. Everybody else argues the definition of state and United States in 3121E. Lowell B. Craft was once penalized for arguing the definition of state in 3121E. If I'm not mistaken, it was Ward versus Commissioner, $25,000 fine. The next statute on page one. 42 USC 411B2, 
I think that's chapter seven of Title 42, the definition of citizen from the chapter about who can get benefits. So the first two are about imposing taxes, 3121E, 3306J, 411B2 is about the citizen who can receive the benefits. The next one is Social Security Act of 1935, Section 211. An individual who is not a citizen of the United States, strike three. It's everywhere in Social Security. I'm not that citizen, obviously. When I came here and got naturalized in 1983, I applied for citizen of the United States. The next provision is a regulation only, but it does make an interesting uh, claim. This is about appellate officers, but if it's about appellate officers, it's about everybody in government. You don't get around this just because you're not an IRS administrative appeals officer. Uh, 26 CFR 601.106 F1. Rule one, an exaction by the government which is not based on law, statutory or otherwise, is a taking of property without due process of law in violation of the Fifth Amendment. That's pretty important to know, isn't it? And when is it a crime? Bottom of page one. For those joining the call, uh, in the chat, there's a PDF document for starters. We're looking at page one of it, and we're at the bottom provision on page one. 26 USC 7214, offenses by officers and employees of the United States, uh, revenue agents or officers, if they ask for more or other sums that are imposed by law, any one of them who is guilty of extortion or willful oppression under color of law shall be dismissed from office. It didn't say upon conviction they can be dismissed from office. It says shall be dismissed from office or discharged from employment and upon conviction shall be fined or imprisoned or both. So I would petition to get them fired under the Administrative Procedures Act because they asked for sums other than are provided by law. They're guilty of extortion and willful oppression under color of law. And so why don't we fire them? They don't need to be convicted first. Fascinating. Page two. Page two of three of the PDF document in the chat. This is about a Honolulu, Hawaii case in U.S. District Court where the government is suing a homeowner uh, for all of their equity for unpaid employee FICA because they ran a company and the IRS says they didn't get any money out of that. Top of page two, section 7803. For all these 15 years, this family's been demanding, show me how I owe the tax. Prove it, prove it. Well, we got 7803, tax code section 7803. The Commissioner of Internal Revenue, number three, in discharging his duties, the commissioner shall, that's called mandatory, shall ensure employees of the Internal Revenue Service are familiar with and act in accordance with taxpayer rights as afforded by other provisions of this title. Well, that would include Section 83, wouldn't it? 
Wouldn't that include those definitions of citizen that we started this document with? No, we're in court. The law doesn't matter. It's what I've shown you over the past weeks already about this case and a criminal case in South Carolina. The commissioner shall uh, make sure everybody's familiar with rights as afforded by other provisions of this title, including the right to be informed. Guess that goodbye. They've been demanding answers for years. So is the guy in South Carolina. The right to quality service. <laughs> Spare me. The right to pay no more than the correct amount of tax. Correct? How do you know it's correct? You won't even talk about the law. The law's off limits. You'll penalize me thousands of dollars for trying to access the law to keep it off limits from me? Oh, yeah, they're in compliance here. Uh, the right to challenge the position of the Internal Revenue Service and be heard. You can't have those provisions of the tax code. We won't interpret them. You can't talk about them in this court. I'll find you in contempt of court. This is a frivolous petition. I'm penalizing you $4,000. Next case. So the government stands in outright defiance and violation of 7803. Um, the right to privacy. Oh, why are they speaking to me? They're in my bank account. Okay, privacy is gone. And then J, the right to a fair and just tax system. Oh, yeah. You send me to prison? Richard Boggs has been plaintiff in nine lawsuits making statutory arguments. And they indicted him, went to a grand jury and said he's willful when they possess at least 30, maybe 50 sworn statements notary signature in blue ink all about tax code section 83 and regulation 1.1-1 that we all know they won't answer it's infuriating i promise you i would have been the world's worst attorney uh, because every case is personal when i see how the government screws people you throw a hundred supreme court case on brief and you get nowhere and they say nothing and you lose there's no such thing as judicial activism it's judicial misconduct they're not doing their job i'm in the middle of page two of three apa that's administrative procedures act 5 usc 701 through 706 and 706 is terrible news for the government uh, they didn't consider 6201A. They can't deny it. Uh, they won't uh, give me my right to be informed under 7803. They can't deny it. Build a record. So at least any time they act, you can say, they live in violation of the law. Where are my rights under this statute? I've been demanding them for years. They don't want that defendant on the stand in a criminal trial. Um so 706 right here, to the extent necessary to, to decision and when presented, necessary to decision, yeah, we got to examine the statutes, don't we? Because they are necessary to any decision. And when presented, oh, unless it's after motions are filed, after the close of evidence, it doesn't say that. 
it doesn't make an exception for that. It says when presented. In Hawaii, she filed a motion to dismiss for lack of standing by the government. They can't prove she owes a dime. And uh, the court dismissed it or denied it saying, I gave you a deadline to file dispositive motions and you filed the dispositive motions outside the deadlines. So we're not gonna hear it. And I argued this saying, necessary to decision and when presented. It doesn't say when presented unless it's after the close of uh, dispositive motions, unless there's a procedural default. It doesn't say that. It goes on. The reviewing court shall decide all relevant questions of law. That's not my citizenship. And that's why they're running from this saying, oh, it's too late to file that kind of motion. Uh, determine the meaning or applicability of the terms of an agency action. The terms of the action, yeah, we're going to take your house and we're not going to talk about the law. You can't have it. We would never tell you about the law, even though you demand it. Those are the terms of the agency action. You lose your house and the law is off the table. The reviewing court shall. Mandatory when presented including interpret all relevant questions of law and constitutional and statutory provisions raised the law is a secret it violates my rights to due process number one the reviewing court shall compel agency action unlawfully withheld or unreasonably delayed we're going to tie that right into the next page two hold unlawful and set aside agency action findings and conclusions found to be arbitrary yeah they didn't even consider the law and i'm losing my house the court shall set aside it shall hold that unlawful if it's arbitrary I've got a conference call every Saturday at noon. You know, they know that and they call me anyway. Uh, arbitrary, an abuse of discretion, otherwise not in accordance with law. Does the law require them to consider all statutes? Yes, it does. And yet they didn't. What I'm doing is I'm trying to make a case for the court. The reviewing court shall compel agency action unlawfully withheld or unreasonably delayed. Yeah, tell me how I owe this tax. I think it's unreasonably delayed. I've been demanding it for years. Hold unlawful and set aside agency actions, findings, and conclusions found to be arbitrary. Did you consider all relevant statutes? No. Well, then it's arbitrary. Uh, capricious. Sometimes they reach out and give you unwarranted amounts of penalties. An abuse of discretion or otherwise not in accordance with law. Did they make a determination, a consideration of all relevant facts and statutes? No. Well, then their entire action is in violation of 6201A. B, contrary to constitutional right, Fifth Amendment, you won't tell me how the law operates. You claim it does and you won't talk about it. Uh, D, without observance of procedure required by law. 
I'm going to read the bottom paragraph there on page two. Silence about governing provisions can only mean plaintiff's acquiescence. Lives, livelihoods, and estates are at stake, and plaintiff isn't even prepared to explain the law it claims imposes the sums already collected and those now sought. Plaintiff is required by law to consider all relevant facts and statutes. The presumption of correctness enjoyed by the IRS disappears upon introduction of evidence to the contrary. A determination must be the result of a consideration of all relevant facts and statutes. Case laws at the bottom of the page. The plaintiff failed to inquire as to fact. Is defendant a U.S. citizen? Are her employees? And therefore made no determination in violation of 6201A that, that requires a determination. Plaintiff did not consider tax code section 83 when calculating a determination of chapter 21 employer liabilities, also in violation of 6201A. The employer liabilities are matching FICA. If they owe FICA, it's because Section 83 has operated on those wages. That's why that sentence is there. There are entire volumes of case law and writings that support that single paragraph. And then we have 6201A. To make an assessment, this is what they have to do. A, authority of the secretary. The secretary is authorized and required to make inc the inquiries, determinations, and assessments of all taxes. Inquiries, determinations, and assessments. It's not voluntary. It's mandatory. They have to consider all relevant facts and statutes, or the assessment is a violation of law, isn't it? 6201A. All of this is patently unconstitutional and is not in accordance with law. Discretion has been abused. This is in excess of authority and statutory scope and is without observance of procedure required by law. So I've just made an argument against the uh, taking of this lady's house under the guise of employee and employer FICA. And... Uh, these statutes comprise the foundation for the argument. The assessment is illegal. They didn't make a determination. What didn't they consider? Well, they didn't consider that I'm a citizen of the United States, so I'm excluded from those two chapters. You've been taking our money for 15 years. Her husband died of a heart attack in October of 2022 from stress. So that they killed him, dressed this family to death at every turn. Their, all their money was being confiscated, and there were more than a dozen people, women and kids, relying on this guy that ran the construction business. And now his wife's the one that's left. He's gone, and she's making this argument that I'm a citizen of the United States. Leave me alone with those two chapters. I'm back on page one of three. Uh, it's obvious to me. And uh, I can't speak for somebody else, but personally, I don't think that those statutes mention a citizen of the United States. So she's made the argument, and uh, we're busy putting a bunch of evidence on the record to uh, 
persuade the court that you're jumping right into the middle of a, a really nasty thing. What you did, you denied her motion for procedural default. Well, you can't default somebody procedurally when they claim innocence. Period. Period. It's across the United States. That's the standard. You can't bar somebody from pleading innocence and hearing their claim because of a procedural default. You're too late. You're too early. Whatever. You can't procedurally bar them from arguing actual innocence. It's always allowed. And it should be pled under the Administrative Procedures Act 706 uh, in many instances because of the way it orders the court to perform. The reviewing court shall do this stuff when presented, all things necessary to decision, interpret statutory provisions. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been dying for that forever. Let me give you an example of an Administrative Procedures Act pleading that was uh, dismissed. We're all familiar with Steel Billy. It's a counterclaim against the U.S. government in U.S. District Court. Uh, same type of controversy. We want to convert these assessments into real estate. We want to go get this guy's real estate, Your Honor. And uh, they went off. They went after a house that he lost to his ex-wife several years prior in a divorce proceeding. So he didn't have anything at risk. And I said, I hate to see you just sit around getting sued. You want to go on the offense? He says, yeah, so this is a counterclaim under the Administrative Procedures Act, arguing that the government should have to turn over a, a, uh, in, an interpretation of all relevant statutes for the purpose, or they should invalidate this. And they dismissed his lawsuit, his counterclaim, because of the Anti-Injunction Act that says, no proceeding in court shall be maintained to restrain the collection or assessment of taxes. They can't prove it's taxes. How come you're using that, that statute against me that mentions only taxes? I'm talking about extortion. Oh, we aren't going to hear it. Out of here or I'll penalize you. Those are the rules. We are just Americans. And uh, there's plenty of people that argue in my favor that I lost that moniker years and years ago. Uh, no, I'm not an American. An American has been shown to be somebody that will sit around and watch all this crap happen to the country. They, they thought they were leaving their children. Yeah, you worked hard. You got anything to leave your kids? Is there anything the government won't do to us? No, they're out to kill 25 million people and replace you with brown skin from around the world. That's the plan. It's underway. Uh, you watch it. It's a daily event. So uh, the uh, Biden just chose four countries from which to bar immigrants, illegal aliens, four countries their people can't come here. Cuba, I think another one was Haiti. Um, Guatemala. Anyway, there's four countries. How about the rest of the world? So it's 
it's not even a band-aid on a slit throat it's nothing and uh, i'll only accept thirty thousand people a month from any or each of those countries so we're cutting way back on four countries and the rest of the planet's coming in here to the tune of 200,000 people a month. And those are the ones that get encountered. It doesn't count the gotaways. 60,000, 100,000 a month. So the government has given the country a way to do. What are you going to do? The federal government has given the schools away. Pretty soon you're going to have Joe Biden in drag. Uh, twerking a fire hydrant in front of kids in a kindergarten class. Watch. You can quote me. And anybody doesn't like that, what is next, okay? It's already insanely hyperbolic. What they expect to be able to do in public and to children and on the television and what they feel they can tell you how to speak yeah, excuse me, your grammar is trash. You don't instruct me on speech or language. Period. Everything you say is void. And people have to be willing to stand up and say that. It's like you're you're in favor of America first, or we just don't have time for you. I'm fighting for a childhood for my grandchildren. And you're in the way, so we don't speak. And more people have to stand up and do that or you lose. You lose everything your grandparents fought to build and, and fought to preserve and everything your parents uh, sacrificed so that the schools would be built and the freeways would be built and, and all of the rest of it. And your hard work over your life. Where does it all go and why? It goes down the crapper. Why? Democrat. So what are you going to do? Take the whole left, everything that's not Republican, and cut it out of your lives. And then make positive change within your ranks, knowing that, um, you know, if you go to a church picnic, none of the children are going to have a humping contest out here for every all the parents. Uh, like they do in the ghetto. I've seen the videos. So Democrats can just shut the hell up. You have no credibility. You go to YouTube. I'll go to YouTube for you. <laughs> Speaking of YouTube, bleep, bleep, bleep YouTube. Uh, <laughs> YouTube channel. There are things. Let's see. If you went to YouTube, I'm just going to go to YouTube general. And I'm going to do a search for videos under the search phrase. Kid hip hop dancing. Kid hip hop dancing. And this is where the president thinks your little girl should go and your little boy should go. Emulate and imitate and assimilate into your lives the ghetto retarded. 
They're teaching boys to keep their hands on their crotches, teaching little girls in groups of 9, 10, 11, or 12 to hump around on stage, and they call it dancing. And nobody's really stood up against it. It's been going on for years, literally years. And it's a disgrace. And it's the children. Here's another link. How are you going to get childhood back? Huh? How are you going to get childhood back? They're in a sewer of illiteracy, sexuality, and abject morbidity. This is a Coke bottle, children. And this over here, this is Vaseline. Well, you're in kindergarten now. It's time to time to learn like the big kids. And they say it and they do it. And uh, I just met a group that uh, here in Seattle. And I think he's ready to light this topic on fire right here in Washington State to uh, get a bunch of teachers canceled using law, using the system, and uh, being aggressive about it. Because that's all I'm interested in doing. I'm not here to play patty cake. I'm here to make sure people lose their jobs, uh, lose their certification, so they got to go to another job just to teach, uh, another state just to teach. You bet. I want heads to roll down the aisle. That's my intent. And this person that Chris and I just met, I think he's ready to put some teeth in it. So um, it's something that I'll write with the intent that it be uh, multiplied, duplicated, state to state to state, uh, to clean up the schools. So Washington first, and second, Virginia, Loudoun County, where it all started, where Terry McAuliffe, uh, is heard saying he's the former governor of West Virginia or Virginia. I can't remember which. And uh, he says, we can't have the parents coming in here and telling what the teachers to teach or telling the teachers what to teach. <laughs> oh, we can't. Okay. And a bunch of women rolled up their sleeves and now uh, it's in a lot of states, Florida. That's a hot one, Georgia. And then uh, Maryland and Virginia. <laughs> there's a lot of parents up in arms and you can find all that on the web for yourself but uh it's time folks get behind some of these organizations uh give them donations if you have writing skills or web design skills offer those skills for uh for these groups that are trying to get the word out to clean up the schools choose another cause um clemency for uh tax protesters that have been indicted or and or convicted what's your cause make the world a better place cut everybody out of your life that isn't here to make the world a better place why because they're on your job site they're in the way get the hell off of here park your ass somewhere else we got work to do because you're not at play anymore that's the difference difference between sitting on your ass and getting involved. It's cutting everybody out of your life that's sitting on their ass. And tell them, get involved or get out of our way. We got work to do. I got an idea. Reparations? Shut up. Rap destroyed childhood. Let's call it even.
Next. Wasn't that easy? You have to be aggressive. Are you up to it? Are you ready to go out and, and tell some people that rap isn't music? How low do your standards get? Uh, should we even risk shaking hands with you? You fill your mind with shit. Stop it. No? Well, you can't make the world a better place then. Just stay away from us. You filled your head with failure and retardation and morbidity. And uh, frankly, we're fighting a sewer over here on behalf of our children. So take your individual sewer and really keep it away from us. Hey, you voted for queer marriage. What are you trying to do? Look what it's turned into. I'd have never voted for that. You didn't make the world a better place, and now you won't go out and, and campaign in favor of the children to get the queers out of the library. You won't defend them against uh, classroom twerking. So you can't make the world a better place. You don't know what better is. So we're over here with our wholesomeness. You're over there with your morbidity. We're utterly incompatible. Clean up your lives and impose standards that mean when when you gather at the family picnic uh, nobody's going to be swearing around the children or the company picnic elevate shave face comb your hair bathe every morning right on and cut out the crap turn off the tv no sports what a bunch of failures don't you watch sports? No. How would I watch sports? Well, it's called television, Dave. Well, you couldn't pay me to watch a television. What a parade of filth. Humping cheerleaders and humping children. Oh, I got to have that on my carpet. Wow. Who put a nickel in Dave? <laughs> so these are more of the things I like about America. That document in the chat with the statutes on it, that's the framework or the foundation for a challenge to the IRS's attempt to take a house from somebody for unpaid FICA, matching FICA, and federal unemployment tax. And you'll see that in just a few statutes, I got them hemmed in. Uh, I'm a citizen of the U.S. I'm not that, uh, that person in Social Security. What an easy argument. And when you put it all in one place like that, yeah, what were you thinking? You didn't make a determination of tax liability. You didn't consider these statutes. And I've been, I've been demanding for years that you prove I owe the tax and you won't obey with seven, uh, uh, 7803 that says uh, I have the right to be informed. I have the right to a fair tax system. So they're totally outside the law. And I argued only several statutes that make the bottom line, the conclusion, obvious. They have misapplied tax statutes to steal somebody's house. Again, these are the things I like about America. Thanks for joining me on No Confidence. Saturday, December 7th of 2023. Uh, let's see what we can make out of the new year. We got the House of Representatives out of our way. They belong to Republicans now. And if uh, those Republicans could just sow some unity, uh, we just might reap some harmonious backtracking of uh, of some, not all, but some of the stuff that the president has pulled. And this comment the other day from Biden, how uh, 
oh, we're trying to undo the damage done by the previous administration. They're, they're on the border. There's no lie too big for a Democrat. Nobody in the mainstream media came out and said, well, he's lying over here. When it was, it was a lie on fire. And they just aren't interested. There's no lie too big. How could you listen to the main three, ABC, NBC, CBS, or MSNBC, or CNN, and there's a few others on the left? How could you listen to them when they'll let lies like that go right by? They don't feel it's their job to police government in the least. So we're all alone in the Republican Party. And that includes independents that don't like the Democrats. Uh, we have to get together and win some votes, repeal some actions and uh, executive orders. But uh, we'll see how well the House does for two years. Who the hell knows what's going to happen between now and then? So prep everybody, get a bunch of food on your premises. So uh, there won't come a night where your children are looking at you with hungry eyes that you can't quell. Uh, there's nothing the federal government won't do to the states. And they're busy doing it. A bunch of their mongoloids have in, infiltrated state and municipal governments. And so they don't enforce laws. So you can't have downtown because the people that pillage downtown won't get arrested. They won't get punished. And so they walk out with the goods. And so the people with the goods, the merchants, put plywood up the, in their building and shut down and walk away. Democrat. I don't have a problem cutting uh, wafery out of my life. If they're just blown by the wind and, and they dye their hair blue or whatever, a pierced nose. Get the hell away from the menu, okay? We're in Denny's restaurant. My waitress has a booger spike. What the hell are you doing in public? And our sensitivities simply don't matter because nice people are too nice. You have to set aside nice for an hour a day, get on Twitter, and call a bunch of these people pedophiles and slobs. You can quote me. Thanks again for joining me on No Confidence. This is not legal advice, and I'll be back on Chris's show on Zoom Wednesday evening, 4 o'clock Pacific, 7 o'clock Eastern, and uh, shouldn't be too hard to find his show. And uh, get on his emailing list, and the products, every call is a sales call. Let's give you that, wevgov.com slash p for products it's in the chat thanks again for joining me everybody over and out if you only have a 401k you're not getting the most for retirement wait what add a Robinhood ira on top then they'll boost it by three percent you can do that and if you transfer in any retirement account you get three percent on top of that is there a limit to the match no limit Robinhood gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any ira on the market sign up for Robinhood gold at robinhood.com boost by april 30th subscription fees apply investing involves risk three percent match requires gold for one year from first match must keep ira for five years match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions Robinhood financial llc member sipc